What's up, friends? It's Haley Hines, a.k.a. Bird, and you are tuning in to the Give Them the Bird podcast. This podcast is all about challenging what it means to be healthy and fit. It's about celebrating sustainable behavior change and non-scale victories. And most importantly, it's about giving the bird to the diet industry and societal expectations of body size. Why? Well, because at the end of the day, you have an entire life to live that does not require your body look a certain way. Thanks for tuning in. Now let's give them the bird. What is up, my beautiful friends? Welcome back to another episode of Give Them the Bird. This episode is a good one. I'm pretty sure I say that every episode, but it's one that I think is really important. And um, I'm talking about things that have been coming up more in my appointments that I when I when I meet with people. And that is my big three when it comes to fitness. Um, I think a lot of times when people meet with me or message me on Instagram, whatever it might be, um, they're looking for me to tell them exactly what to do. So exact movements or formats of workouts or specific equipment to use, all these things. And I think they're a little bit surprised when I focus first on these three things um, rather than just giving them a plan or telling them what to do. So I really wanted to dive into those three because I think a lot of people might be either trying to get back into fitness right now, or maybe they might just be trying to get themselves to stick with it. Like they're struggling, they're struggling to stay consistent, struggling to stay motivated. And I think these big three things can really help you with that. So let's go ahead and dive in. First off, I want to share with you what those three things are. The three big things that I always focus on with fitness are number one, enjoyment, number two, variety, and number three, support. And I want to talk a little bit more about each of those. So like I said, whenever I start working with someone regarding fitness, so whether it's someone who wants to start exercising, who has been inactive, or someone who's just like looking to switch up their routine because they're struggling with consistency or motivation, the first thing I always ask is, well, what do you like to do? When you think about movement, what sort of forms of movement do you enjoy? And that's because I really think enjoyment is one of the most important factors we should consider consider when we're like designing a workout plan or a, a workout routine or just d- deciding on what we want to do and how we want to move our body. Um, for one, I think starting with enjoyment just kind of decreases the risk of developing an unhealthy relationship with or, with exercise. It definitely doesn't totally take it out of the equation, right? Like I know a lot of people who they start exercising because they enjoy a certain form of movement, say running. And over time, it even though they enjoyed it when they started, it still obviously can develop into an unhealthy relationship. And we can see that with any form of movement. Um, but I think that it does, starting with enjoyment, does kind of start us off on a good foot, on a good foot. Um, exercise and movement really should be about managing our stress, improving our mood, energy, just feeling better, feeling happier. But if we're doing something simply because we think we need to, or we have to, and not because we necessarily enjoy it, we're going to associate exercise with dread or dislike, and that's not good. We don't want to have that kind of negative association in our minds with movement. Another reason enjoyment is so important to start with is because we may not realize it, but it's actually a major player when it comes to exercise adherence. Um, studies have actually shown that promoting positive feelings during during exercise, so like pleasure and fun, 
um, or support. These, this actually increases regular physical activity levels and it improves adherence to physical activity programs. So um, not only are we exercising more, but we're more likely to do it for longer periods of time. We're more likely to stick with it. There's also been studies that have shown how important enjoyment is in exercise when it comes to using it as a form of treatment for anxiety or depression. So obviously, hopefully everybody knows the, that if you have anxiety and or depression or um, other mental health issues, that exercise is a really great way to supplement any treatment that you may have, or it can actually be a form of treatment in and of itself. But we found that the less a subject enjoyed physical activity, so somebody who has anxiety or depression, the less they enjoyed the movement they were doing, the less effective it was at treating their symptoms of anxiety or depression. And I think this makes sense, right? Like if we're doing something we don't enjoy, we're not going to feel any better afterwards or we're going to be less likely to feel better. So enjoyment is super important. It helps us stick to our exercise-related goals. Um, and because of that, it plays an important role in just reaping any sort of health benefits from, from exercise. So physical health, mental health, etc. Now, there are going to be some days that you just don't want to work out. Or what you had planned on doing just does not sound fun. And that's totally normal. It's going to happen. I think on those days, you kind of have two options. You can just not work out because it's not going to kill you to not work out for a day or two days or a week, whatever. Or you can get creative and ask yourself like, okay, what I was going to do does not sound fun. But what does sound fun to me? And then do that. <laughs> so if you're following a strength program and it's Wednesday it's squat day or whatever and you're like i just do not feel like doing that shit at all again two options you know what i'm just gonna take a rest day i can move around my days this week or two you know you know what actually sounds fun going on like a walk jog i'm gonna do that shit instead so you can either get creative or you can just take the day off um now i think if you have day after day after day after day of choosing not to move you might have to kind of will yourself to do it in order to achieve a bigger why, right? Right. Like hopefully by now you realize the importance of this why being something other than the number on the scale or the size and shape of your body. Um, and sometimes when we've gone long periods without movement, we do have to remind ourselves of why we started or how we're going to feel when we do it, even though we don't really feel like doing it. And that's because we know movement is important. We know it's something our bodies need. And hopefully by starting with enjoyment from the get-go, we decrease the risk of going long periods without it. But there still might be times in your life where you, you constantly feel like not doing it. And again, coming back to the idea of enjoyment, coming back to, okay, well, what does sound good to me right now can help get you out of that rut a little bit. So simply asking yourself what sounds fun or what sounds enjoyable right now is the first thing we can do as a way to increase enjoyment with physical activity. Um, so switching up the mode of exercise that we're doing. But in order to switch up the mode of exercise that we're doing, I think we also sometimes need to expand our list of what counts as exercise. So a lot of times I'll be meeting with folks who, for example, maybe they're runners and just because they're a runner, they don't really count walking as exercise, right? Because they're used to working out at like a higher intensity. Or just because someone's a power lifter doesn't mean that 
a body weight workout doesn't count as exercise, right? So include more forms of movement, walking, running, body weight exercises, resistance bands, yoga, mobility. And I even challenge you to think about like household things that count towards movement. So rearranging a room or gardening, raking the leaves, mowing a lawn, if you have a push mower. So again, expanding our ideas of exercise and movement to not just be those structured forms of typical exercise, like going to a gym, lifting weights, running, using equipment, etc. You can also find enjoyment more by just switching up like your playlist or the location that you work out or by adding in variety, which is the second of my big three things when it comes to fitness. Variety can mean so many different things, but basically exactly what it sounds like. It's really important to incorporate a variety of forms of movement in your workouts, but also if you are following specific plans or if there's one form of movement that you're partial to, so running, for example, or again, like strength training, you can also create variety within that mode of movement. Okay, so first off, why is variety important? Number one, it decreases the risk of us getting bored. Now, I think there are definitely some people that like structure and consistency and predictability with their workouts. So they're less likely to get bored from doing the same thing like day after day. And that is totally cool. But most people, I would say, benefit from the idea of variety. It helps prevent us from getting bored. It helps prevent us from burnout. Um, It really just keeps us excited about exercise when we get to change things up whenever we we really want to. Um, It also can keep the body excited. So variety decreases the chance of hitting plateaus with fitness. Um, I prefer to say it again, like it keeps the body interested in movement, but our body does get used to various forms of movement. So I don't think as quickly as what people think, a lot of like online fitness programs are just not even online fitness programs try to um, make this like a selling point or a marketing point like give your body what it needs change up your movement every day in order to not reach a plateau and it's it's not that you don't have to be doing like weird kicks with your legs or rolls on the floor to incorporate variety but your body is a smart machine and it does adapt and including variety can help prevent this from happening so again I'm not a huge fan of this idea of plateaus only because I think when people hear the word plateaus, their mind goes to like a weight loss plateau. Um, And plateauing or just kind of like staying stagnant with your fitness, it's not just related to weight loss. Our strength can, can plateau. Our aerobic capacity can plateau. The mental benefits we get from movement can plateau. So either way, just know that variety keeps things exciting, both for our minds, but also for our bodies. And it allows us to challenge ourselves in a new way. Variety is also important to help create kind of like a well-rounded body. Um, And I'm not meaning like in terms of curves, even though I got curves too, but even you peeps that don't have curves, you have beautiful bodies as well. (laughs) I'm talking about a body that can handle, um, kind of whatever whatever situation it finds itself in. So it can handle higher intensity movements. Um, I'm talking about a body that can that's mobile, that's strong, right? So variety allows us to train the different energy systems in the body. It allows us to train different movements so we're better equipped to move better in our daily lives, right? So 
We can run after a dog when they get out of the yard. Um, we can lift our kid up over our heads and play with them. We can shovel the snow without throwing out our backs. Um, we can put on our socks or like touch our touch our toes or tie our shoes without straining. So um, again, it just allows us to move better in our daily lives when we incorporate variety in. So let's talk about how you can incorporate variety. Kind of like how we talked about how you can make sure you're enjoying movement. The first thing is literally vary what you do. So select various forms of movement. Um, maybe running or doing some form of cardio, right? Um, incorporating some strength training, maybe a mind-body exercise like yoga. So just switching up the modes of fitness that you're doing. But also, if you prefer to stick with um, one form of movement over the other, like say you you prefer, prefer strength training, you can also incorporate variety by switching up the movements that you do. So the strength exercises, switching up the equipment that you do, even switching up like your grip or your footing or the format of your workout. So um, instead of always doing three sets of 12, maybe trying out you know, five sets of five. So different, different things that you can do within specific workouts to provide variety as well. I also think variety can, um, you can incorporate it by switching up where you work out. So are you always at a gym or are you at home or are you outside? Do you always do the same group fitness class? Could you try an online workout instead? So lots of different ways that you can add in variety, but it is important no matter how you choose to do it, that you do add it in. And my third and final big three when it comes to fitness is, drum roll please, I almost said drum roll three, <laughs> support. So similar to variety, support can look a lot of different ways. Um, essentially though, when I say support, I'm referring to accountability or what is going to help you stick with movement. So this could be social support in the form of a workout buddy or maybe your husband or wife or girlfriend, boyfriend, partner. Um, just knowing that, you know, this is a goal I want to stick with, help me stick with it. Or maybe it's even like doing an online program or, um, a 30 day challenge, like those sort of things can help with accountability too. So I think this is important, especially now as we are still living in a pandemic and some folks may not feel comfortable going to a gym setting or meeting up with friends just yet. So we can get creative about it. We can have Zoom workouts together or make a plan to text each other when we're going to work out or text each other when we get our workout done, right? Um, even like fitness Instagrams, like create an Instagram for yourself and it doesn't have to be public, right? It can be private, but even just posting a picture of yourself after your workout, like got it done, that can provide like a sense of support too. Um, if you are finding social support in the, in the form of a person though, make it someone who is a straight up cheerleader. Um, this needs to be somebody that's ready to, yes, help hold you accountable, but also ready to celebrate your wins, right? Like gets excited for you. Um, and somebody who understands that some days you're going to struggle and that's okay too. So obviously I say straight up cheerleader cause that's what works for me. Some folks prefer more like a straight up drill sergeant. <laughs> so find somebody that is congruent with your personality and what works best for you. But just know it's really important to have the right people in your corner. Side note, shout out to all my peeps. I love you. Um, support though can also be more practical, kind of in the form of like environmental supports. So a good way to determine this is asking yourself, what can I do in my current environment to make it more likely that I stick with movement? 
So do you, you need to join like a physical gym to help you or maybe just creating a physical space in your home, moving things around or potentially grabbing or purchasing some resistance bands or something. Um, for some people, again, it's like making a date with movement. So literally scheduling it in on your Outlook calendar or in your planner, just having it written in there um, can be really helpful. Like I know for me personally, if I have something on my Outlook calendar, I'm going to get a reminder to do it um, and it's, it's on there. So I'm more likely to do it. We can also set up cues in our environment. So things like setting out your workout clothes the night before or bringing a gym bag with you to work. Um, this could also look like putting up a sticky note in your bathroom that has your why on it. And again, that why better not be weight related <laughs> or like external, external related. It better be something internal because we know you're more likely to stick with something if you're doing it because you want to, um, again, for your mental well-being, for your overall health, etc. So whether you're a people person who needs the support in the form of friends or family or not, there are still ways you can leverage the environment around you to make it more likely that you stick with movement. All right, so there you have it. Those are my big three when it comes to fitness. There are definitely other factors we need to consider when designing programs and helping folks get more active, but starting with enjoyment, variety, and support is a great way to begin. So maybe take some time to think about these things and how they show up in your own life. Do I enjoy what I'm currently doing? Do I look forward to my planned movement? If not, how can I make it more enjoyable? Could I add in some variety? Do I need to leverage more supports in my environment? What can I do to make me more likely to incorporate movement into my daily life? And I'd love to hear what you come up with. So feel free to share it with me on my Instagram at GiveThemTheBirdPodcast. I'll see you back here next week for another episode. But in the meantime, go give them the bird.